Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So today is the final Sunday um, of this Coptic year. On Tuesday, we celebrate the Feast of El Nairus, the Coptic New Year. And as you know, the Church, on the final two Sundays of every Coptic year, reminds us about the end of the world. Last Sunday, we read the equivalent Gospel. Um, and today, again, we're reminded about the end of our, the world and the end of our life. And it's so important for us to reflect on the reality that our world is going to end and our lives are going to end. One of the saints said, if the day goes past where you do not contemplate the end of your life, do not count that as one day that doesn't count for your life that day. So it's so important that we, we remember. It's so useful that we remember. One of our youth had a health scare recently. And it was, she was in a horrible situation where she had some tests and was waiting for the results. And it would be one week waiting for these results. And the results would mean either that it was absolutely nothing or that she had six to 12 months to live. And she had one week waiting for these results. And she was describing her feeling during that week. She said, I was different. I was different. Little things that used to bother me didn't bother me. You know, I realized a lot of things that I thought mattered didn't really matter. I was different. I was peaceful. I was not snappy at my children and so on. And then she said, thank God, the results were fine a week later. And then she said, and then I went back to my normal self. And I, 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 this incident sort of reminded me that we can really be different if we're living our lives understanding the reality that a time will come when we're not here and it might be sooner than we think. In the psalm this morning, we read, The heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will endure. And even if you look at, say, the epistle of St. James, how St. James describes our life. He says, you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Next time you make a cup of tea, I want you to remember this verse. And it's a nice piping hot cup of tea and you see the vapor and then it disappears that's your life, and that's my life. This is, this is Scripture. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. So at the end of every Coptic year, the church reminds us about the end of the world and the end of our life. And if we can have that clarity, then so much would be different. I'm not going to worry about the trivial things. I'm certainly not going to have the time or the energy to hold a grudge. I'm going to rush to forgive. Everything will be different 
if I recognize that my life is the vapor floating away from a hot cup of tea. And if we have that clarity, then the natural consequence of that, of course, is repentance. We've got a limited time. We must live a life of repentance. And if you remember in the Catholic on today, we read from Second Peter, Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you be in holy conduct and godliness? Because all of this is going to dissolve, what sort of person should you be and should I be? Holy in my conduct and a godly person. And he goes on to say, Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. And it's a time for me to reflect. Is this verse a description of me? Am I diligent? to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless. And so this time of the year is, is a reminder for all of us to really live holy lives and live lives of repentance and to be diligent in pursuing repentance, to be diligent in sitting with myself, to be diligent in sitting with my confession father. Pope Shenouda says, Believe me, the most important work of the fathers, advisors, and preachers. What do you think will be the rest of this sentence? Pope Shunuda is advising the preachers, the fathers. This is your most important work. Is it to visit the sick? Is it to pray lots of masses? Is it to run after the youth who are lost? What is Pope Shunda's advice? The most important work is the invitation of every sinful person to assess himself in the presence of God and in the light of his commandments. So during this time when we realize that our life is a vapor, we must focus on our most important work. When was the last time I sat and assessed myself in the presence of God and in the light of his commandments. The end of the Coptic year is a reminder for all of us to do that. And of course, during this season, the church celebrates the martyrs. As you know, the Coptic year one was the reign of Emperor Diocletian. And the, the Coptic Church is so rich in its history of martyrs, in the first four centuries especially, and even until now. But what is this feast for us? What is this feast for us now? Do we just look back and celebrate? Do we just look back and celebrate and say, well, our church is so rich in its martyrs, St. George and St. Mina and the modern martyrs that we we see in Egypt, in Libya, other parts of the world? Is it just a day for us to celebrate their lives and, and reflect? Yes, it is, but there's more than that. Again, I'll read from, from Pope Shunuda. He says, it is so easy in the feast of El Nairuz, the Coptic New Year, to talk about the martyrs. Their suffering, tolerance, bravery, and their glories, so that we forget ourselves. 
during this season of the martyrs? Are you focusing on them and forgetting about yourself? Pope Shenouda asks. We talk about history and forget the reality in which we live. We talk about our great-grandparents, but we do not think about how to resemble them. Doubtlessly, the stories of the martyrs are enjoyable, but with them we should think about ourselves because they left for us an example to follow. So, of course, we celebrate the sacrifice of the martyrs, and we're so proud to be a church that is rich in its history and rich in its martyrs. But we are called to do the same. We are called also to be martyrs. Even in the Litany of the Gospel, Abuna says, grant that we may become worthy to hear and act. St. James says that we must be not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. We are also called to be martyrs. This is not just you know, a, a description of something historical, but it's a, a reality for the church to continue to live. We are the church of the martyrs. That doesn't just mean that we are the church that has martyrs in other countries and other centuries. We are the church of the martyrs today. So we must live a life of martyrdom. How do we do that? We remember the words of St. Paul, I die daily. A daily martyrdom, I die to myself. I die to my ego. I die to my comfort. I die to my preference. A daily martyrdom. We remember, of course, that the, the word martyr comes from the Greek to witness. So live a life of martyrdom by your witness and by my witness. A church of the martyrs is a church that witnesses. And that's what we, we are proud that that's what our Coptic church does. The martyrs gave up their lives for Christ, praying for their persecutors, and that was a witness to the people around them. You know, when, we, when you saw that video of the, the martyrs of Libya walking side by side, full of peace before they were executed, and Abunya Ub saw that video, you know what he said? He said, thank God for Daesh. He said, thank God for these people. You know why? Because thanks to them, we now can see with our own eyes what was described in the Synexarium. These people approaching death in peace. He said it was just a, something described in the books, but now we can see it. So it was a testimony. It was a witness. And so we are the Church of the Martyrs. We must also witness. My opinion about witnessing, this is just my opinion, that the way to do it in this society, in this day and age, must be grassroots, must be through relationships, must be through your colleagues at work, must be through your neighbours, must be through the parents who, who send their children to the same school that you send them to, must be your neighbours. On the foundation of that relationship, Christ can walk. I think it's difficult now to stand in a train station and to preach. This is my opinion. 
And thankfully, we see so many examples of that here in the church today. Here in the church today. So we, are, we must celebrate the fact that we are the church of the martyrs, but that's just not a historical description. That's a reality today. And so Pope Shenouda is reminding us, don't just celebrate the martyrs, but be a martyr. And so, just to conclude, at the end of this Coptic year, we realize that our life is a vapor passing by. We respond in repentance and we witness. And we are not just the church of the martyrs then, but the church of the martyrs now. And glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.